are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You smell that? That's the smell of compromise. On a Monday morning here on Locked On Dolphins, welcome. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, managing editor of USA Today's Dolphins Wire, director of scouting at thedraftnetwork.com, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan. And Xavier Howard and the Miami Dolphins have come to a mutual agreement on the well-publicized contract dispute uh, and the exceptions that Howard has taken with his salary in 2021 uh, with a promise to visit the renegotiation table once again this offseason based on performance and health and the market of the cornerback room. So uh, cheers to everybody on a Monday morning or a Sunday night, depending on if you're a, a, a night owl or not. Perhaps you'll catch this tonight recording. It's, it's about 10.30 p.m. on Sunday, August 8th. This is the Monday episode of the show. Have a little sip here. Poured my finest bourbon in the house right now. And it is delicious. It is Old Forester 1910. And we are celebrating... The contract renegotiation and, and restructure between the Dolphins and Xavier Howard. So the news broke early on Sunday uh, that this agreement had been made between the two parties. And it was kind of a hybrid of what both sides benefited them. So not too much of a surprise. I wrote something earlier in... Uh, the summer from the Dolphins angle for the draftnetwork.com and talked about the one avenue that made the most sense for the Dolphins was to put stipulated money into the contract that forced Howard to continue performing at elite level, in which case he earns the compensation he so desires. Xavier Howard wanted more guaranteed money. He wanted more of his salary locked in. He wanted more guaranteed more guarantees in his contract. The Dolphins hesitant to do so because of whether it's concerns over a drop-off and he's peaked or concerns over his knee and longevity and locking themselves in against the cap long-term, whatever that may be. But ultimately, where we found ourselves, Howard went to the Dolphins reportedly with his agent David Cantor uh, throughout the course of this process and was reported to have asked for moving money up from 2024 into the 2021 season or more guaranteed money into his contract. What they did was they put stipulated money into 2021 that says, okay, if you're an all-pro or pro bowler, and if you meet these thresholds, you will get the pay raise you so desire to be the number one paid corner on the team. But it's all stipulated money here, and what we will do in turn is we're going to automatically guarantee half of your base salary for 2022, and the other half is going to fully guarantee on the first day of the league calendar in 2022, in March. And they've also said we're going to come back to the negotiation table, sit down, and revisit your contract after the season. The Dolphins achieve a number of different things, and so does Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard has locked in his base salary for 2022 at the absolute worst, is going to be fully guaranteed for injury, no questions asked, just short of $13 million. That's a win for Xavier Howard. 
The Dolphins win because they still have the financial flexibility and them even going so far as to guarantee his salary and structure it as base salary instead of bonus money that's paid now and and deferred throughout the course of the rest of the life of the contract is a win for Miami because Miami gets to protect themselves. If Xavier Howard uh, suffers a setback with his knee issues, heaven forbid, in 2021, the Dolphins will see him not likely reach the thresholds that would require them to pay the extra bonus money that is being afforded to him. But they also then have the opportunity to, if they want to shift gears, if they feel like they need to get cheaper at that position, and Howard does have a setback, and they feel like now is the time for that transition to take place, by having his salary guaranteed, The Dolphins can trade that contract and not be responsible for that base salary as far as against the cap in dead cap. Whatever team would acquire his contract would acquire on the first day of the league calendar year that nearly $13 million in base salary that Miami is no longer responsible for. So there's contingencies for Miami. There's an opportunity for Howard to earn the money that he feels he deserves in 2020. And we said that last week. The Dolphins are were never going to give Howard the compensation for what he felt like he was shortchanged in in 2020, but they were going to give him the opportunity to earn, with a repeat performance, earn the pay that he feels he deserves. Now, I'm, I'm going to take the L right up front. Very early on in the process this summer, I think it was in May or June. I said it felt like it would be more likely that the Dolphins trade Xavier Howard than it would be that they renegotiate and come to a financial agreement that gives him more money. Happy to be wrong. Never been more glad to be wrong. But I do think the Dolphins' evaluation of the first two weeks of camp and the the talent that they have outside of Xavier Howard in the corner room helped make this decision for Miami. To say, listen, Noeg Benogany is not developing at a rate that we feel comfortable in his ability to transition away from Xavier Howard. Howard is coming off of a peak season. He does want to be here. He does like his teammates. Let's make this work. And so they did. And uh, I I think one of the pleasant surprises of of this development was David Cantor, uh, Xavier Howard's agent, went so far as to offer praise to the Dolphins organization uh, for how they chose to handle this restructure. And that's pretty surprising when you consider Cantor has played hardball with the Dolphins in the past. He said, I want to thank Coach Flores, Chris Greer, and Brandon Shore for doing something unexpected and difficult, to say the least. Many times over the past eight months, we, as in he and Xavier Howard, did not expect anything to happen. The organization handled us with absolute class and professionalism. Wonderful. Now, hopefully this goodwill is rewarded. Xavier Howard has another all-pro season. The two sides sit down in February or March, as was the verbal agreement as a part of this renegotiation, and find common ground and use this as a springboard to get something that continues to lock Xavier Howard in at a competitive rate, uh, but not something that's going to rake the Dolphins over the coals. Uh, the good news from a cap perspective is the cap is expected to grow substantially. Uh, this year is $181.5 million. 
Next year, the ceiling is at $209 million. Massive jump. Enough money that with a rookie contract, a quarterback, you could see the Dolphins uh, front load a deal to keep Howard in the building if they feel that's in their best interests long term. That, of course, is for another day. There is a season to play, however, and Howard, we now know, will be a part of it with the Dolphins thanks to some... Uh, steadfast vigilance by Brian Flores and Chris Greer and, and Brandon Shore and also David Cantor. And, you know, I don't, I don't think anybody really appreciated some of the language in Xavier Howard's statement and his vocal request for a trade, m- myself included. You know, I think the, the revisionist history of, of Howard's time here in Miami and him signing his second contract, uh, probably achieved what it needed to to give the Dolphins the message that I'm serious. But at the same time, I don't feel like some of that was necessarily rooted in reality. But Howard, to his credit, he showed up. He practiced on Saturday, which appeared to be an olive branch. And, uh, you know, he has not been disruptive or toxic. And that was his pathway to get out of Miami. He didn't take that route even though he was very pointed, and I'm sure that was strategy as a part of Howard and his camp with his public trade request, uh, his actions in the building in Miami Gardens were not toxic. And I, I do think that all of those pieces come together, and that is how you come up with a win-win scenario for both sides and the opportunity to sit down after the 2021 season and move forward from there. Did you know, of people who play daily fantasy sports lose. Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. I got good news for you. We can introduce Stat Hero, the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes, winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. Go to stathero.com slash locked on to sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on, stathero.com slash locked on. That was the good news. This weekend, or, or I should say on Sunday for the Dolphins. Uh, they had a practice. Uh, we do have some bad news coming out of practice as well. Uh, Hunter Long was carted off at practice with an apparent lower body injury. Uh, as of the time of this recording, do not have any details other than it sounded bad and it did not sound promising. Anytime you see the cart, it's a red flag. Uh, so we are obviously sending our best wishes here at Locked on Dolphins to Hunter Long. Uh, hopefully the news is good. If the news is not good, how does that impact the Dolphins? I would not have expected Hunter Long to wrangle a significant role in this offense early on. But as the season wore on and he became better acclimated, I certainly would have expected Hunter Long to absorb more playing time throughout the course of the season. So, yeah, this is a bummer. It's a bummer anytime somebody gets hurt especially with a significant serious injury, which it sounds like we may have on our hands, and nothing official yet, uh, 
with Hunter Long. Uh, so this is a situation to monitor. It is an impact that would be felt probably more towards the back half of the season. I do think Miami has the depth in the tight end room that they can kind of try to take this in stride. I just think it puts that glass ceiling back over top of your tight end room this season. As far as what Durham Smythe and Adam Shaheen and Mike Kosecki, their individual skill sets, you can blend them together and mix and match and have success, but Hunter Long was was looking to be the piece down the stretch for Miami that helped blend some of those skill sets into an individual player. So we are hoping for the best, uh, obviously beyond just the winning, but Hunter's health specifically. I uh, want to make sure we really drive that home and send him our absolute best wishes uh, in a speedy recovery in whatever this injury that he had suffered is. Uh, the practice reports from Sunday, uh, I'm not going to get into Tua Tungvaloa interceptions specifically. Uh, it sounded like one of them was a wrong route from Adam Shaheen. The other one was kind of a game situation where you're trying to make something happen, a little bit more risky ball prompted. Uh, so I'm not too focused on the fact that Tua threw two interceptions on Sunday's practice as he has been very, very effective, calculated with his risks and not playing meek or afraid. But his decision-making has been sound throughout the course of camp thus far, including the two practices last week I had a chance to see for myself. But I do want to applaud the continued emergence of Javon Holland. The Dolphins tried to slow play this man. They did. They had Jason McCourty running with the ones at safety for the first week of camp. Holland was inserted with the ones last week, and in three practices with the ones, uh, plus a fourth that was a walkthrough. He has three turnovers, fumble recovery, and two interceptions. Let's go! I'm excited about Javon Holland, man. You listen to him talk, it's quite obvious why the Dolphins fell so in love with him as a prospect. He's literally name-dropped the TNTs, which if you remember from 2019, the takes no talents, uh, your fundamentals, hustle, effort, communication, all those things that like when you hear Brian Flores be asked about a player and you kind of have that mental checklist that you know Flores is going to go through, uh, Holland talks about those. Unsolicited talks about those. So he is very much a player who at the safety position is bought in, which is nice. Uh, Dolphins haven't always had that at the safety position. Uh, but Holland... Uh, bought into the process here in Miami. Uh, very intelligent player. Uh, I love his energy and the fact that he is starting to make plays. And he talked about that. When you know where you're supposed to be, you execute your takes, no talents. Uh, the ball finds you. You don't have to work to find it. And we are seeing Javon Holland very quickly become one of the playmakers on the defensive side of the ball. So now you're, you're adding Xavier Howard back in. You have that smoothed over for the 2021 season. So everybody in the Dolphins' depth chart in the corner room could get bumped down a spot to where their ideal role is. Howard is back, presuming he replicates, uh, at least to some degree. I don't, I don't think it would be fair expectations for Xavier Howard to say, yeah, go get 10 interceptions again. But if he plays at a high level once again, and now you have a safety who can move around, who can hunt the ball as well, that's pretty exciting. That, that's something the Dolphins obviously did not have with Bobby McCain. Those were the two knocks on Bobby. 
was tackling and ball skills. Well, Javon Holland's first week running with the ones at training camp sure seems like a step in the right direction in both of those phases. So that is good news for Miami. I love, I'm not going to love seeing two is thrown interceptions at camp, but if he's thrown them to Javon Holland and they're great plays on the ball by Holland, then we have something to, to work with a little bit, right? If you're looking for something to work with with your diet to give you the most flexibility you possibly can, Built Bar is right for you. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. 100% chocolate on all their bars. Nine delicious flavors to choose from. These things eat like three musketeers and Snickers bars, not like the sole of your shoe, which is a nice change of pace for protein bars. They're high in protein, high in fiber, low in calories, low in sugar, and you can eat them on the go. You can eat them as a meal replacement, post-workout, midnight snack. You name it, Built Bar can be it. Right now, you can visit BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCK15 to save 15% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCK15 to save 15% off your order of the world's most delicious protein bar. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action over at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs including Major League Baseball, the NFL, UFC, you name it. So head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information available to you. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Wanted to, first of all, confirm... Uh, very excited to announce we're, we're going to have a guest here on the show this week. Uh, we will announce who the guest is tomorrow on Power to the Pod, but the guest will be on for Wednesday's show. Very excited to to bring another voice on to Locked On Dolphins for a show this week. Uh, Dolphins, of course, this week getting ready to head to Chicago in preparation of the first preseason game. Uh, really fascinated to see how the Dolphins choose to split those reps with only pre three preseason games at your disposal. I was still expecting the third game to be the evaluation game with a lot of the, the bottom of the roster guys. So do we get a quarter? Do we get a half? Do we get a, a quarter and then we get a half in week two? I don't know. Uh, but, but that is something I have earmarked as something that I'm absolutely positively fascinated to see over the course of this next week. And of course we have the joint practices in Chicago to look forward to as well. Uh, I want to offer a thank you to everybody who listens to Locked On Dolphins. Uh, this past week of the show was the most listened to week in the history of the program, and it's week two of training camp. So uh, I say that not to brag, but I'm humbled by how many people listen to this show and, and to re-communicate to each and every single one of you that I'm going to give you my best effort, your team every day, as we say here on Locked On Network. Uh, for the Miami Dolphins, I'm super stoked about it. Uh, one thing we are also going to talk about before the end of the show is we're going to get into uh, the details of the giveaway for the Dolphins Challenge Cancer Fantasy Football League. If you missed this announcement, uh, we have eight Dolphins media and fan personalities uh, that are fairly well-known across the space, and each one of them has graciously donated $100 to Dolphins Challenge Cancer as their entry fee into a Dolphins fan fantasy football league. And every single one of those media personalities and fans has a plus one. We're going to raise $1,600 for Dolphins Challenge Cancer. 
and Locked On Dolphins has a plus one, and I'm going to pay your entry fee because I want anybody and everybody, if you're in a place financially or if you're not in a place financially, to make a donation to Dolphins Challenge Cancer. I want everybody to have an opportunity to play in the league. So what we're going to do is I want you, over the course of the next five days, between now and the Dolphins' first preseason game, I want you to submit via Twitter, via DMs, via reviews of the show, your best all-time Miami Dolphins fantasy football team name. And I will collect all of these team names and choose a winner as one that I like the most. And if there are multiples of the one that I enjoy the most, I will put all of the people who submit that team name onto a list and randomly select one of them. So your objective, we're going to do the drawing early next week on the show. So you have the next five days, and we'll plug it every day at the end of the show. Send me in some way, shape, or form in the same outlets that you would typically submit power to the pot. Send me your all-time, any team name for fantasy football with any all-time Miami Dolphins. Shula, Greasy, Zonka, Marino, Duper, Clayton, Jason Taylor, Zach Thomas, Chad Henney, John Beck, Pat White, Cam Wake, Brandon Marshall, Ricky Williams, like you name it. Any all-time Miami Dolphins, a fantasy football name, and the one I like the most is going to win the opportunity to play in this 16-team fantasy football league of all Dolphins fans' personalities. we got a great group. Travis Wingfield is on board. Uh, we got Houts. Uh, we got Matt Kanata. We got three yards per carry. We got Jason Sarney. We got Zach Kranz from WQAM. Big E, Dolphins fan of the year. Uh, we got uh, DolphinsTalk.com. We got a phenomenal group of guys, and we are hoping you will be excited for the opportunity to join us and an opportunity to raise $1,600 for Dolphins Challenge Cancer. So I'm uh, going to put that on all of your radars and challenge you to come up with a winning name, and we will pick next week. Your timestamp on your submission must be in by end of day on Friday of this week. So if you send a winner, but it's Saturday, it's not going to count. So think hard, think long, and brew up that winning fantasy team name to win this giveaway for this fantasy football league. One more final football thought here on today's Monday episode of the show. Uh, Forbes released their list of the most valuable NFL franchises from 1 to 32. The Miami Dolphins checked in at 15 on the list at a valuation of $3.42 billion. The Dallas Cowboys came in at number one at $6.5 billion. The New England Patriots were the only other franchise to surpass $5 billion. But what's cool about this is the Dolphins' one-year growth in value as a franchise is the fourth highest of all 32 teams. Tampa Bay grew by 29%. They won a Super Bowl and added Tom Brady. Yeah, that'll happen. The Los Angeles Rams grew by 20%. The Washington football team grew by 20%. 
the Dolphins grew by 18, the fourth highest rate of growth in the NFL. If they and every other team in the NFL replicate their growth once again in 2021, the Dolphins would push from 15 to 12, and they would pass teams like the Seattle Seahawks and the Green Bay Packers. Miami was 18th on Forbes' 2020 list, so they're up three spots. Another opportunity with the same growth rate to jump another three spots entering into 2022. You know how you get there? Tua Tungvaloa takes the next step. The Dolphins win games. The Dolphins make the playoffs. Boom. Done. No problem. Let's go do it. Let's go add some some value to this franchise. Uh, The Dolphins also one of 12 teams in 2020 to close with a net positive operating income. So a couple positive trend lines for the Dolphins as far as an organization and an entity amongst the NFL. And with all the youth and Brian Flores and Tua and the way Tua's played in training camp thus far, like there should be a lot of optimism about the way that this is going. And now you get Xavier Howard back on board. Excited to see what this year has to hold. And apparently a bunch of you are too, because as I said, I'm just mind blown by the number of you guys who are, are tuning into this show. And I cannot thank you enough. Fins up. It's going to be a great ride. Power to the pod tomorrow, which means you submit your fan, hot takes, questions, feedback, you name it. And we'll get to as much of it as we possibly can. It is your show every Tuesday here on Locked on Dolphins. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. Have a great rest of your Monday. Hope to talk to you guys again tomorrow. Fins up.